Hello, everyone. It's Peter Richardson as your host for the latest edition of the Counterpoint podcast. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the refurbished smartphone market, uh, which has been growing pretty strongly for a number of years. And it's it's an area of the market that Counterpoint has been researching now for uh, three or four years. Um, so we have quite a lot of detailed data on it. Um, so we're going to talk about the refurb market, and I'm very happy to be joined by Farron Mishra, research analyst with uh, with Counterpoint, um, who's been driving a lot of the research around the refurb market. So, Farron, how are you doing today? Hi, Peter. Hi, everyone. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm doing good. Super. Yeah. All right, Varun. So um, you've, I think, just come through uh, the latest update of our refurb. Uh, ecosystem work. So let's let's sort of get into this by starting, you know, looking at the refurb market. So it's it's yeah, it's a market which has been you know out there for a while and growing. Uh, but let's talk about you know the major regions. Where, you know where where do we see the the key regions where donor products come from? Uh, I think mainly. I mean, the key regions, if you talk about from the donor point of view, is the mature markets, the China, the US, the Europe. So what happens typically is a user, you know, uses their smartphone devices for two to three years and then upgrades it. So what happens to the older devices is either they can be sold into the channels or they can be drawn or they can be passed on to their relatives. Now, the devices which are actually sold into the channels either through retailers, through OEMs, or through operators, uh, especially in the operator-driven markets, like the one which are very, very mature. So those are the ones which actually form the universe for the devices of the refurb ecosystem. Hence, these are the regions which see a lot of volumes from the donor side. Now, further, these devices are then you know collected by the collectors. They are then diagnosed and graded and then you know, finally refurbed by the specialized refurbished players. So these can either kind of happen within those regions or countries or then go outside or export it to the refurb hubs like those of China or the Middle East or Southeast Asia, Philippines maybe, and then redistributed across the globe. So this is how the whole refurb ecosystem kind of functions at a global scale with the donor side being from the mature markets, from the operator-driven markets, from the trade-in-driven markets and the refurb hubs and the consumption side on the other side of the market. Right. So I remember when I was looking at this um, and talking to some of the refurb players that the grading of the devices as they come in is is pretty key, right? So I mean, as I as I recall, there's typically five grades A through E, where A is pretty much like new and E is non-functioning. So, is it that all grades of devices uh, move through the system going to refurb hubs offshore, or do some of them get refurbed, you know, in the local market where they where they come in? Uh, obviously, there is always a higher demand for a higher grade device. Grading is absolutely, as you said, is the key because when, once we grade the device, 
it is at that point in time we decide the value of that particular device so it is it is definitely uh, one of the most complicated and most important process in the whole value chain uh, from the demand side yes there is always a demand for higher graded device uh, or a high quality refurb devices but we have seen uh, devices on the lower grades like c grades or d grades also going through the ecosystem and being referred by the players so which you know if 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 we look at a c grade device let's say um presumably that needs you know a fair amount of work to get it back into a sellable condition so what are the typical repairs or you know what what type of work is being done to get it back to that you know reasonable condition for sale most which we see from the repair or the refurb point of view is i think uh, most common repairs are displays then there are battery replacements after that then there is also you know speaker and camera replacements other than that camera module replacement is one now we are also seeing charging port uh, repairs or refurbs on the rise now since uh, uh, oems are also moving away from the headphone jack the the charging ports now is now multifunctional so that is also there so these are the most you know kind of common repairs or refurbs which we see with display definitely being one of the highest percentage got it okay so um you know there there are as as we know from the brands that we track in the market there are you know hundreds of different smartphone brands but i i think the uh refurb market is dominated by just a few brands right which are the the high value ones so you know apple always seems to come up but um you know which which other brands do you see uh you know maybe rising in terms of importance or losing you know losing their value at the moment i mean yeah i i think you you said it correctly i mean refurb is not like the new smartphone market it is much more consolidated as compared to the new one most of it around 70% of the market is captured by the apple and the samsung the galaxy series of samsung so this is mainly because these devices have high residual values uh, all the premium segment devices uh, for apple and samsung they are also pretty much you know high quality devices uh, very very functional even after 2 to 2 and a half years of usage if we, if we uh, if we talk about apple the, the software support for apple is much longer than um, any other so that is also one point which you know the device is updated for a longer period of time even if when it goes into the second life so apple and samsung clearly are the uh, ones which dominate this uh, particular market however uh, we have seen huawei also rising a bit uh, with its efforts in uh, sales in china but then after the gms uh, ban it kind of uh, started losing value in the uh, trade ins uh, in markets outside china then for other brands like other chinese players especially like vivo xiaomi oppo uh, these brands are also there they are they are kind of rising but but uh, it's it's difficult in the uh, refurb segment because the if you talk about uh, these brands these are mostly dominated in the mid price tier uh segment in the 
in the southeast asian market in the indian market and when they when they come to uh, the refurb by the time the replacement approaches they have lost a lot of their value and when it goes into the refurb ecosystem uh, there are also comparable devices at comparable price points with very very aggressive specs which also you know uh, seem to become a competition for these refurb devices so it's mainly apple and samsung with huawei rising a bit uh, for others it's it's kind of really uh, fragmented yeah okay that makes sense and i think you know what we've seen in the in the way in which specs have developed particularly for apple over the last number of years with the introduction of uh, waterproofing and you know, water and dust proofing um, i think has also helped to you know help those devices to to hang on to their value right so you know if if water damage is you know historically was one of the big uh, issues causing a loss of value in a device so if you make the device waterproof at the outset then you know it's much uh, more likely to hang on to that value for longer so yeah kind of makes sense that um yes yes uh, for for apple i think uh, it it also makes sense for them to keep on you know fostering their trade in programs is because uh, we have seen recently uh, that they are kind of uh, pivoting towards a service oriented strategy as well now these services have a better experiences in the new hardware as compared to their older hardware and older chipsets so they want their users to come to the new hardware so that is why probably they have launched se also so they'll i think keep on fostering the trade in programs to help the users upgrade so that they have a whole new experience of their services ecosystem as well yeah and i guess also i mean it helps to grow the user base for apple right so even if uh you know a, an initial apple user comes in using a 2 year old refurbished iphone 7 or something like that um you know they can get a decent experience and start to form that connection with the apple services and then subsequently they may buy a you know a new iphone um but already they you know they have that uh, stickiness with the, with the services so it's they're more likely to be, become and stay apple users for the long term which ultimately will drive lifetime customer value for apple but let's let's look a bit of let's look a little bit at you know what's happening into the market for refurb devices overall because i mean when we look at the new smartphone market uh in 2019 it it declined a little bit obviously we've had the coronavirus situation for the first quarter of this year and continuing which is going to have a pretty serious impact on the overall market size but thinking about 2019 so so let's let's kind of park coronavirus to one side so because you know, that's a fairly serious kind of uh impact on the market but just looking at 2019 so we saw the market for new products decline was that also reflected in the refurb market uh yes uh, correct peter i think uh, refurb market also declined 1% in 2019 the trends with the new smartphone market and refurb market are always linked so if there are lesser users which buy a new smartphone that means lesser volumes going into the trade ins that means lesser volumes ultimately in the refurb now uh, this is basically because 
I, I would say three key markets, China, Europe, and US, which also, you know, are the key donor regions for a refurb. So the sell through in all these regions in 2019 declined. China kind of declined 8%, US declined 12%, EU declined 3%. The smartphone penetration in all these regions is very, very high. These are the markets which are driven primarily by upgrades. And these upgrades are slowing down because the replacement cycles are eclipsing. iOS now has a replacement cycle of around three years. Android has climbed to around 2.7 years. Hence, the upgrade rate is coming down. For example, in the US, the upgrade rate in 2018 was at low 5%. But now it has dropped to around 4.6% in 2019. So these replacement cycles, especially in the premium segment, is lengthening, which is in turn a reason for the slowdown in the refurb market. And some of the reasons you have listed out, like we were talking about, was the de the devices in itself are now becoming more uh, more and more powerful, more and more durable. They they are able to span more rigors, day to day rigors, and are uh, and are able to sustain for a longer period of time. And users are also kind of spending more on their devices. The ASPs of the new smartphones are going up, but at the same time they are holding on to the uh, devices for a longer period of time. So this is primary reason why we saw a market decline in 2019 for the overall refurb segment. Okay. But, you know, I think we had some pushback from you know, some of the players. I know, for example, in Europe, that some of the players kind of, they were arguing against that, saying, ah, oh, but we've seen our market for, for refurb increase. So why, why are some people seeing their market you know, their refurb sales increase while we're seeing the overall market decline? I mean, regionally, yes, there can be some. I think it's mostly the smaller players uh, for whom they saw sales increase from smaller base. For all, But all the larger players, especially in the China or in the US, all of them were uh, kind of, uh, uh, you know, on the declining side of the refurb market. Uh, they have they have seen the ASP growth in the refurb market on the brighter side, but the volumes did decline. Uh, okay, so you know uh, over the last several years we've seen a, a kind of strong growth in the mature markets, and in fact, if you go to you know most of the you know I know for example if you if I go to uh, European operators uh, websites and look at products they have on sale, you will find refurb products on the front page of their e-commerce sites. So it's 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 an established market in mature markets, uh, as we were saying, like Europe and US. But what about you know growth markets? Where are we seeing new growth in the in the refurb ecosystem? Primarily emerging markets are the ones which are growing. Uh, for example, LATAM grew, Africa is growing, India is growing. So uh, in there, there's some similarity between all of these markets. The, the, the refurb segment remains in kind of nascent stage, I would say, in all of these markets. Uh, the smartphone is underpenetrated. Uh, so many users are uh, looking to come online uh, through affordable devices. The premium market also is less in these particular segment. For example, it's in, in India, it's only 2%. Uh, um, and refurb 
is a very very viable option for aspirational brands like samsung or apple premium devices at affordable prices uh, is 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 kind of uh, also uh, driving uh, the growth in these markets uh, so if we if we talk about each uh, i mean latam we are seeing operators are now taking uh, trade ins for example movie star in argentina is doing trade ins brazil also the operators are now uh, you know uh, doing trade ins in their devices for africa if we talk about it 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 africa it uh, remains a very very price sensitive market so a cheap refurb devices uh is is very helpful in coming online it it is it also makes sense for operators who are trying to push lt in those regions uh, they have infrastructure in place but still a large part of population is on 3g and 2g so affordable refurb devices also help uh users and operators to bring you those users uh to lt networks and increase their arpu but from from all of these markets i think the most the most important market uh, remains india so uh, we did a consumer survey in india a while back so 45% of users in india were likely to upgrade in the next one year it is a market which is bucking the uh, trend of uh, lengthening replacement cycles uh the replacement cycles in india are actually becoming shorter uh there are feature phone users which are coming online uh, through shifting to smartphones there are upgrade users who who are in their second and third smartphones which are readily upgrading their devices now so this is all kind of fueling the indian market as well and refurb is one of the very very uh viable option for these markets and uh, the local ecosystem players are also realizing this opportunity we have a lot of small local players as well as bigger players like cashify who are you know uh, kind of driving this market so just just to kind of wrap up on india cuz we've got one more topic which i want to touch on before we wrap up so you know if um you know apple has been a, a very small player in india um but you know they are now uh, i think manufacturing in in india um and you know that their the sales are gradually increasing but are we talking about uh products that are being harvested from let's say europe and the us that are being then exported to india refurb and then resold or is it all product that is coming from the indian market itself in india the import or export of refurb is prohibited so there's a law uh, actually against it so all the devices which are coming in india from the refurb ecosystem the source is uh, the country itself so uh, we we cannot import it i think there is a hazardous waste rule of 2016 so yes so all of the devices which we see uh, in the segment are from within the country okay all right thanks for um so the the last topic that i wanted to touch on is related and i think a lot of the same players are or similar players are involved uh which is the repair market um so again this is something which we've seen developing particularly from uh well yeah, actually we've seen it across all types of markets both mature and emerging um so can we talk about that for a 
couple of minutes. So, what is what is kind of driving the repair market? So this is you know I break my screen or you know my uh, charging port, as you said earlier, stops working. Rather than uh, junking the device and getting a new one, I get it repaired. So what, what's what's really kind of driving that market, and you know, what, what are we seeing as the, the kind of key trends here? Yeah, I think it's it's a it's a very good point that you have uh, raised. I, repair market is uh, is gaining traction over the years. Uh, now, repair the fast repair and reliable repair is becoming a part of overall experience of uh, smartphone for the user because the dependency on the smartphone is so high a user can cannot part away with it for weeks uh, so they want their devices to be repaired very very fast so this is something which is you know gaining traction over the couple of years uh, we have seen oems also realizing this uh, the oems in us especially uh, like the Samsung or the Google or the Motorola, they have been partnering with uh, partnering with specialized uh, repair players like U-Break iFix or iFixit to to get these devices repaired as fast as possible, as accurately as possible. So there uh, there has been also a lot of chatter about uh, the right to repair movement. I think uh, uh, you you can probably add uh, more on that. It has been the bill has been already introduced in like over 25 states in US, and if if it's passed, so uh, so the community is kind of demanding uh, the the access to the manuals, to the uh, to the you know support from OEMs for the ability to repair uh, devices. So if if this bill goes through, there'll be more options uh, available for consumers to get their devices repaired. Uh, to get their uh, devices repaired at a cheaper rate because for now it's mostly uh, they have to be dependent on OEM service centers uh, and that can sometimes take time and, and and it's very sometimes can get expensive as well. So uh, yes, uh, it, there there are a lot of things going on in this particular segment as well. Maybe you can add from, from Europe uh, point of view what is happening there, uh, especially from the right to repair point point of view. Yeah, I think it's I think it's you know pretty much as you say, and uh, you know I think it also you know keys into uh, some of the environmental pressure that you know is being applied. That there has been uh, you know historically a trend toward um, you know something breaks, you throw it away and get a new one, but that is increasingly being seen as you know environmentally aggressive. So you know much better to uh, repair and reuse so repair reuse recycle you know quite often these words are used together um, and I think it's it's part and parcel of the same movement in fact the the overall kind of green movement is is a large part of what's driving uh, refurb um, in Europe so if you go to markets like Germany refurbished devices are often sort of portrayed as being a green alternative to a brand new one and uh, repairing is also seen as you know, a positive environmental choice rather than just throwing away and, you know, starting over with a new device. So, you know, I think all of this is is keying into, yeah, many of the same trends. So, so anyway, Farhan, thanks very much. It's really interesting. Um, you know, as as I said at the top of the 
podcast. We do a lot of research around the refurb space. So if you do want to learn more, uh, either from Varun or from the rest of the team here at CounterPoint, please do get in touch. So Varun, thanks very much for your contribution. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> Keep safe. And thanks, everyone. So please do check out uh, our other podcasts that uh, you can find on our website and keep tuning in to find out what comes next. So thanks very much. Look forward to talking with you again. Bye now. Bye-bye.